big sigh. Big, big, big sigh. Big meal. Big meal. Good meal. Amazing. Tasty. Cognac cream sauce. Ooh. I mean, we have to start. We have to talk a little bit about. Food of course, we, we get have to talk about food. <laughs> this is a. This is an oof. I wrote that podcast. Why? Why would we talk about writing? We have to talk about food. I feel like today it was an oof. I ate that, but in a good way. Like, this, oof, this. I ate all this that. Whole little trip has been a little bit of an oof. I ate that. I did come here to eat. In the best way. Yes. God bless Wisconsin. This is the only place where I've ever had to leave, like, wounded food soldiers behind. I didn't finish my curds twice. I mean, we had a lot of curds yesterday. Yeah, we did. But I didn't finish my steak. I almost didn't finish my steak tonight, but then I thought I can do this. I I will say, though, that uh, coming home after dinner last night, plopping in a chair and just reading fan fiction for, like, five hours is really all I want out of life at this, this particular juncture. It's been a lovely weekend full of just doing whatever the fuck we want, which is for the most part a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. A lot of reading, a lot of like vegging. Swimming. Swimming. For to swim and uh eating. We did mm-hmm. a little exploring, we did a little driving around today. We did. Which was nice. We found a lovely cozy coffee shop, with delicious scones. We did. That coffee shop was awesome. We may have yeah. to stop there tomorrow on our way back. And get some soup at the soup place. Oh yeah, the soup place. I forgot about that. So I hope you all feel sad that you're not in Wisconsin right now. Yes. I hope her it's just um uh, guilting you into not being in Wisconsin. You should be in Wisconsin. We should all be in Wisconsin. Well, and Although, <laughs> we did have a little bit of a, a welcome to Wisconsin experience at the Mars Cheese Castle oh, yesterday. Dear God in what, 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 what was she saying? Well, she started off with, and at this point, so we were in line to get curds. And like, don't stand between me and my food. Well, and not only that, but Sheila and I both worked in food service at different points in our lives. So there's a particular kind of like spike to the eye that we get when we see this type of person out in the wild precisely so she launched into a tirade about people from illinois shitting on illinois which illinois is patently better than wisconsin i'm sorry like i'm sorry that's just well demonstrable fact chicago is better than everywhere but there's no need to like she was explaining this she was from wisconsin explaining this to someone from wisconsin so i don't know why the conversation you don't know if that girl was from wisconsin or not that's fair kenosha's right on the border that's fair. Her point was that no one from Kenosha would ever steal anything, so it was probably somebody from Illinois, and hey, we have a word for that, F-I-Bs. You know what that stands for, right? Elbow, elbow. And I was like, okay, this is irritating, but she's making small talk, whatever. And then she started, <laughs> our favorite line of the trip, she sort of cocks her head at the Mars Cheese Castle employee who has like three things on her menu, right. ham, turkey, pastrami, and cheese curds, and goes, bratwurst, bratwurst, and bratwurst. bratwurst. So what would you say is the most popular signature sandwich at the Mars Cheese Castle? And we had to turn around immediately and leave. And I'm like, this woman hasn't even ordered yet. Well, and it's also like, who cares? Like, just, just order. It's it's the most basic menu in the history of menus. It's not a sandwich place. No. No, it's the Mars fucking cheese castle. It's ham or turkey or pastrami. Those are your right, choices. Right, Order fucking something and sit the fuck down. So we had to leave. Yes, we leave. And we got curds at a, a much more... We went to the Brat Stop. Yes. Which if you are uh, heading up uh, from Chicago to Milwaukee or anywhere in Wisconsin along the uh, 294 or 94 corridor definite stop Stop i have to endorse but i also have to admit that i have yet to go somewhere in wisconsin that i don't endorse because i just love it here well and i think this whole little trip of ours this little jaunt has been a uh a testament to seek out the cool little stuff that's around where you live yes you know it doesn't all have to be the big trip to like the other side of the states or the other side of the world there's a lot of really interesting little nooks and crannies around where you live you should totally go check out. 
Exactly. Door County, amazing. Door County is definitely one of them. And this my, is, I think, my fourth time in Door County. I was saying, it's my year. third time <laughs> up here this year. Like, and through no, like, it just kind of happened that way. But I used to come up here a lot as a kid, and I've, I'm rediscovering what I, I enjoyed about it so much. I just love that it's on the waterfront. I came up last time with my friend Anna, who has become this delightful ambassador to Wisconsin after, you know, having lived in like much bigger places like bigger cities her whole life and just like has fallen in love with wisconsin and has taken me to the state park and all these incredible supper clubs and we went sailing like so thanks anna for rekindling my love for wisconsin i hope you're enjoying your farmhouse cider i over am there. enjoying with corruption <laughs> spiced farmhouse cider it's fermented with wild yeast mm, my favorite kind of yeast mm. so yeah. all right so instead of you know posting up and uh, uh reading um newman shipper Pacific Rim podcast. Uh, I broke myself away from that. I have to mention it, Sheila. I'm sorry. It's, it's got- been 25 minutes since your last mention of Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> so, just know <laughs> I have you on a timer here. I'm 34. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I genuinely don't. I don't. I have no idea what's wrong with me, but something like latches on and I, I can't get free. We all have things we feel like that about. I just haven't come across one in a while. It's been a minute since I've been this obsessive about something, but I'm totally into it. And like no one else gives a shit, which is infuriating, but I'm trying, man. That's hard when you're isolated and your passion. I know. And it's fine. That's what Tumblr and the internet is for. Exactly. Find your people. um, um, But yeah, I'm suffering because of you fuckers. So I hope you're appreciative. Wait, which fuckers? Our fan. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we have at least two fans. We do. That's true. So, uh, uh, Sass and Annalise, thank you so much yes. for listening. Thanks really for listening. It. We love you guys. And anyone else, uh, the dozens, we we thoroughly appreciate you. Hi, dozens. I'm not swearing at you. I'm swearing at somebody. Yeah, I thought that was a little mean. <laughs> I'm kind it's of not mean their guy. fault. You're not watching Pacific Rim right now. <laughs> no, it's yours. It no, is mine. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm gonna do that when I get home tomorrow. No, first we have to watch the first X Files movie tonight. We did have that discussion earlier. We had a very good X Files discussion earlier. I thought. Yeah, I almost wish we had saved it for the podcast because I no, got a little because riled. Then the, the episode would have just been. No, you're right. It would have been an hour of X Files chat. Exactly, and not that that's a bad thing. It's necessarily. not. But the the dozens come for the shitty writing and the they do the ripping on each other. And perhaps later I'll I'll share it in like bullet point format. But for right now, do we do we do we want to? I think we should at least mention it. Just reveal. Just reveal? Yeah. So we, I think in not every episode, but very early on, and in uh, I think our most recent episode, we have discussed uh, a an old notebook that we were looking for from uh, high school. It's and, kind of the holy grail of our friendship. Yes, I think that's a perfect way of describing it. It's Or the Triforce of our friendship. The Triforce of our friendship, exactly. And uh, Sheila's husband found it in, right? Was it, oh, you no, he it. hid it. He hid it. Okay. <laughs> he didn't mean to. He had been organizing the basement, which is wonderful, and I really appreciate that. But I, I have looked for this thing, so I had this notion of specifically we where it was. We have been looking for the notebook. For years. For a very, very, very long time. And I knew it was in my house. And then I, I took a notion to play Star Fox in bed because I wasn't feeling well and I wanted to lie down, but still play Star Fox on something other than my like borderline abusive couch that I own. So I went to look for the N64 and I opened this closet and I saw this like giant Tupperware full of notebooks under like a giant Tupperware of like blankets and stuffed animals, like obviously things that I haven't looked at in 25 years. And I thought, this could be it. The dream is alive. Uh Uh-huh. Also, real quick, pro tip, if you are couch buying, buy the comfortable couch. 
Don't be like me and buy the cute chartreuse velvet tufted urban outfit. And I think couch, that because it will mess up your pelvis. It's just good, good. F- any sort of seating, any sort of lying down. You want the comfortable thing, not the cute thing. But I was like 25 when I bought it, so that was fine. Well, maybe a little older. I, I still, I think the point stands. Agreed. Yeah. No. Don't. Don't be like me. Don't, and because you can get a plain couch and you can decorate around that couch. You can get some cute pillows. You can get some cute, like, uh, uh, what is the word I am looking for? Blankets. Yeah, but chartreuse velvet, though. But you can get a chartreuse comfortable couch. They make couches. It's kind of a tall order. But you can find doable. I did get another velvet couch because, you know, some things will never die with me. (laughs) Comfort over over looks, though. This one is like sitting on a cloud. Monique and I tested it out. Thank you, Monique, for going shopping with me. And we agreed that it was the bomb. You want a couch you can nap on? Yes, which I currently don't have because it actually hurts so much to lay down and get up that it's not it's not a thing that I can do. Yeah, yeah. Like our couches at home are, are solid napping couches. <laughs> Old people talk. Yeah, the basically. Podcast. Yeah. So when you're like crazy hungover and it's, it's yeah, it's just all you want to do is watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia all day. Get a good couch that you can just lie on and sleep and... Yeah, we are going to talk about writing at some point. I also would like to say that, on the other hand, it was my extremely awesome inspiration to play Star Fox in bed that led to us finding the lost treasure. The notebook. Did you like my segue? I did. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for yeah. guiding me back. Because we were all over the place. <laughs> we're we're ten minutes in, in and we're all over the fucking place. <laughs> um, but yes, we have, the notebook is sitting between us and we've looked into it a little bit. And we've already, I think, died of embarrassment 15 times. It's it's harder for me to see at a glance what mine says because it's all written in like pink jelly roll pen because it was the year 2000. So that's a thing. So this is from, we would have been 15, 16 years old? It was sophomore year and I distinctly remember doing the bulk of my writing in Father Dan's theology class, second period, because what could be worse than theology except theology taught by the extremely dry, very pokey Father Dan, who once for some reason read us the book Everybody Poops in theology class. So maybe he had more of the sense of humor than I gave him credit for. More interesting than it was. Also, the New Testament, like of all the theology that we had to take, was like the biggest drag. Well, and it's like if I want New Testament, give me like the fucking book of Revelation shit. Give me some interesting, like apocalyptic shit. Yeah, we we didn't get to that. No, you never do, because it's all right at the back. It's all like, yeah, like I don't want to hear about this shit. No, I know. We had to literally cut and paste, like not on a computer, like not copy paste, like cut and glue each of the four gospels and compare. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, I took I'm pretty sure I took that class as well. I just don't remember a lot of like theology because I'm a heathen. I remember Brother Gabe's class. I don't know that I ever had Brother Gabe. Oh. What was the to talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were going by Benwick. <laughs> blew our cover the access will never crack that code <laughs> i did it right again i'm proud of you yay i'm so proud dude like legitimately have to be like don't say don't think say about it <laughs> like i need half a beat before yes. my quip <laughs> please give me time extend me this courtesy so yeah you always do which i appreciate hey so uh yeah the notebook uh we're still trying to figure out exactly how we're going to integrate it in um because yeah we're kind of in the middle well, you're definitely in the middle of your story i only i'm a couple episodes into mine but yeah we don't want to drop those threads yeah we think it's it's kind of it, it would be not fair to do that 
So I, I I don't know if we're gonna we're gonna experiment with some uh, uh, layout changes. We might bust into the notebook a little bit at the end of this episode. That's my my feeling, and just kind of do maybe like a little bit of an extended length episode. Yeah, maybe read like a page or two of that. Um, the one thing I did notice is I was spelling Renee R E N A E. Yeah, which is like I think you probably thought it was more fantastical. Oh, chibi Erica. (laughs) Poor fool. Oh, you have so many way worse discoveries awaiting you. (coughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you choke. And I do, too. You know mine are going to be bad. I feel like mine are going to come off really boy crazy. We had a point where we were talking about this maybe like 15 minutes ago. I actually like hid in my shirt because it's like... (laughs) She turned bright red. God in heaven. Like... (laughs) I also, if you want to talk about unsatisfying endings, it literally ends <laughs> mid-sentence. <laughs> so, no in advance. So, at least it's it's par for the course with the shit that I write then. <laughs> like, oh, you wanted an ending. Yeah, I don't do those. Sorry. That's not really my bad. <laughs> oh, Christ on the cross. I don't remember who went first or last last time. I think it's my turn to go first. Okay. So, so I think it's my turn to go first. Okay. What was your best sandwich from 2016 in May? What would you say is the most widely consumed sandwich by women in the 18 to 36 demographic? Why do you only have German potato salad? That's racist. We This brought up a lot of uh, food service trauma. I oh, think. it was. Well, because if you worked in food service, you, you have experienced this woman. You have experienced her. And you wanted her to die in a fire. I also, yes, I felt the agony of the person behind the counter. It sort of reminded me of when I get cornered at work by a person who wants to talk about the conspiracy theories in the newspaper. And behind her, I have a kid who just wants like a book recommendation. But this woman is going to take the next 10 minutes to tell me about how Rahm Emanuel is sending her coded messages. <sighs> that's a, that's a real unfortunate that happens to I'm me sorry frequently oh my frequently. gosh <laughs> last week at work I was sitting with my colleague at the desk because we were trying to have a meeting about something kind of de facto on the desk impromptu and this known known frequent flyer came up and launched into a lengthy sort of guide to women's prison and you know what to do and not to do and how you never I can't even I'm not even going to repeat what she said because it got what I think she thought was being very loving and positive but was in fact pretty racist and it was just and then she told you about how to like avoid serving a warrant and how these women in prison are these great legal minds and I'm like I don't know about that and then however this is actually this is I just realized she said that what saved her in prison because she really was in women's prison for pulling a gun on a cop that'll do it that'll do it she does not believe that this happened, but, you know, coded message in the newspaper. Um, oh, it's same late. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So she will frequently talk about her time in women's prison, but she said that it was her spelling skill that saved her from... She she didn't go into what it saved her from, but she... And I was like, yes, my skills have an actual... Like, if I ever end up in prison... What she said was that these women frequently needed help writing legal appeals. And so as somebody who was a good speller, she could write a more she could help them write a more convincing narrative or like help polish it. And I thought, okay, well, Well, my spelling skill has an actual real world application. There you go. You're in. Anyway, that was quite the tangent. Tangents the podcast, man. That's our bread and butter. It's true. Oh, don't even talk about food. I'm so full. It's okay. I'll be hungry again for leftover steak in a few minutes. 
Okay, are we ready to dive into my nine? Always born ready, baby. All right. This is the eve of school. Probably the most, apart from the massacre, probably the most major thing that has so far happened. So you keep saying massacre. Is it not a massacre if people don't die? People need to die in a massacre. Not just be grievously wounded? Right. Okay. There has to be death. What are we calling it then? The house party that went woefully wrong? (laughs) Um... Uh, Smackdown is coming up, but that's just because I, okay. I have... The Wolf Halleck Smackdown. Ooh. I know you like that. Wolf, can I come near Smackdown? <laughs> Wolf, I missed the first Smackdown. Can I have an invitation to the next one? Are we doing another one? I need to get it on my calendar. <laughs> Wolf, can you sync your Google Calendar to my Google Calendar? I don't want to miss anything. It's not showing up. Can you can you refresh, please? <laughs> Wolf, I, Wolf, I need tech help. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the Wolf Halleck sexy voice is my favorite sexy voice. <laughs> okay. I think you should go to bed. You shouldn't be up this late, Darcy. Ivan exhorted me at midnight. I wanted to spend my last free night with all of you guys, I replied savvily, overriding his parental rebuke. Why is she savvy? (laughs) Besides, there's some stuff I need to check on. Like, what's my name exactly? Belle Maris, Taylor imparted solemnly. You're from England. Where in England? People ask these things, you know. (laughs) Why is she from England? Because. Why are you setting yourself up to do an accent when it's just not going to work? You're going to end up like sounding like a crazy Australian person eating pizza at four in the morning on state and division. (laughs) To to be fair, they they do cover this. Oh, okay. We need to get our story ironed out. Why am I staying here? Why don't I have an accent? Oh, but you do. Ivan amended. What? No. No. My English accent sounds Australian. I demurred. Yeah, you called it. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) So, trust me, there's nobody there who can tell the difference, Taylor assured me. I can, I informed him imperiously. Well, try it out on us. Say something in your accent. Oh, I demand this be done in an accent. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog, I uttered sagely, pronouncing it to the effect of, and here I have spelt it out phonetically, I apologize for what I'm about to do. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy duke. That's that's how it that's how it's spelled. Are you okay over there? <laughs> I think I probably only really knew of you know one type of English accent. So I'm gonna keep going since you're shaking silently in the corner. Um, perfect, Saturn hollered. <laughs> Do I? I'm okay, I'm good. Okay. All right, I'm good. Do I really need an accent? I whined. I guess not, Ivan said dubiously. But you still have to come from England. Why? I, I don't know, man. I erected a fabrication. So I'm Tay's sister. Why did I live in England? See, you're on the same page as Darcy tonight, which is, you know, worrying. Why would she be Tay's sister? Because they're not <laughs> able to keep their hands off of each other. Well, that's going to get creepy. Yeah. I don't know why she couldn't be, like, Ivan's sister. Or not anybody. Well, why does she have to be anybody's sister? She needs... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Because why does she live with those guys? Because, you know, she's a run- this runaway. We're suddenly concerned about the why. Darcy's <laughs> <laughs> a very why-driven person. Okay. Uh, why did I live in England? Uh, well, our parents back in England died in a-, a train wreck and told me in their will to come to America. It's the land of opportunity, he intoned, inspired. I left. You but stayed. their sister Susan didn't get to come. She wanted to stay because <laughs> she, she likes, likes stockings, stockings and, and boys and stuff. So fuck her. <laughs> I'm still mad about that too. As you should be. Someone should rewrite that. 
without all the religious stuff. See, that's the problem with those books. Is I, I was talking to Bob about this the other day, and I asked him if he had ever read them, and he said no. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. And uh, I was like, I would love for you to, but I think as an adult, you can't read that and not be like, Jesus standing there slapping you in the face while you're doing it. But at the same time, I think some volumes are more guilty of that than others. Mm, that's fair. Like the third one, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, was the one that I was obsessed with, with Reaper Cheap the Is Mouse. the third one? Yeah. So there's we talk about this a little bit in a previous podcast. So there's the wanna... order he wrote them in, and then there's the order... The chronological order. But then there's a third publication order. I had to buy oh. a bunch of copies for summer reading this year, and I was like, I don't... The only copies that were available, I was like, these have some whack numbering system that has nothing to do with either the publication order or the chronological order. Because I thought order. it went Magician's Nephew... Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. wardrobe. Prince Horse Caspian. And boy? No, Horse and his Boy is five. Horse and his Boy is penultimate because it's like where the, he's like, that's what we were talking about earlier with the prophecy of the Antichrist rising from a charismatic leader in the Middle East. Mm. That's what that book is supposedly oh, about. Oh, okay. okay. So it's the precursor to the last battle. Gotcha. Yeah. But I don't know if you could go through this book and excise all the religious stuff because I don't think, I don't think much would be left. And it's like been, story backbone wise. Yeah, no. Because it, it is so... I, I think the one that you can avoid it the most with is Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. You do I feel have, like that's the most central... Eh, I mean, the stuff with Aslan, obviously, but I mean, I, I think you can take it also... I mean, there's tons of resurrection And Jon Snow. Right. You, there's... Not really. No. It's been like two years. No. Well, and that fucking book has been out since 2011. Yeah. So, yeah, get out of here. Um, but I don't know. That resurrection never... Well, we were talking in the car on well during our travels today about... I find resurrection to be cheap. And Sheila had asked if I, I had any that... I Off the top of my head that I, I could say weren't. And I, I don't know. The Aslan one never really bothered me as much but you have to consider like we were really young when we were exposed to that story right. so you don't have this like accumulated store of tropes that very are very true very true so that was probably the first time you came across that probably unless you know the actual biblical well i mean yeah but i don't know that one never bothered me but i haven't reread those books in a long fucking time yeah i don't i don't think i can recommend that you do yeah i don't know i mean i have them like, I, I have the whole set, and I have a special place in my heart for them, but I, uh, I don't know. It's disappointing, because I do enjoy them. Well, and I think, unfortunately, that number five gets fairly racist in the way that we were discussing in the car, that you were saying the Left Behind series was fairly racist. Once you get to the, oh, yeah, it's the, the, the brown guys, it's the, the reason everything. saving. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, dear. And then Jesus becomes the character. <laughs> that's always like when your book jumps the shark. <laughs> Sorry. unless it's uh, uh what what's that book by christopher moore is it lamb i never read that jesus's childhood buddy that, that's an okay book i enjoyed that one i'd like to read that someday yeah all right darcy darcy be in english darcy uh, I left, you stayed with <laughs> Nursing, with our British <laughs> nanny, but I was torn up living without you, and I absolutely couldn't stand it any longer, he said melodramatically. Oh, knock it off. <laughs> Taylor, I cautioned him, unraveling his woven sorcery. I'm your sister now. There's this thing called incest. Saturn choked. At least Darcy knows what's up. <laughs> no, exactly. She's not a total babe in the woods. Right. 
Okay, okay. So at the directive of our parents' will, I sent for you when you turned 15. And this is where we live, and this is where you go to school. Histrionics finished. Taylor regarded me. Alrighty. I agreed. Who says that? I got that. <laughs> but I won't talk about it unless I have to. Because it's better just to stay away from that, right? Yep. Ivan affirmed. Mixie and William were snoozing placidly on the rug. His <laughs> doing. His doughy hands were twined around her while her legs were scrabbling furiously at some noisome nemesis. You know what? I almost feel like you should have made William a lot younger than 12. I th- I guess like in, I mean, clearly in my mind, he's more like a six-year-old. Yes. That's kind of the, what I was like, five, six-ish. Yeah. Even though he's like two years younger than Darcy. Is. Well, Darcy is 16. Possibly. No, she's 15. She just said that. He's 12, right? But I was 12 when I wrote this. So clearly that's how far behind 12-year-old boys were in my estimation. (laughs) Hey, I'll stay with Darcy tonight, Taylor volunteered valiantly. Keep her company. It's her last night. Jeremy pitched his rejected cigarette butt into oblivion and droned what I deciphered as, good luck, Darcy. (laughs) Dakota and Saturn hefted William's less than feather light mass and bore him barefaced off to bed. I really don't know why you hate this kid so much. I don't know why I hate William and I also don't know why I'm cribbing from Shakespeare because I'm pretty sure that was like an Ophelia they bore her barefaced on the beer shout out. I hate that song. Really? Yeah. Oh I love that whole album. It's great. It's so we we have had a lot of conversations in the car these days. Um it's so, like, listen to my millennial folk rock. <laughs> like, I don't yes, know. That's what I've been doing lately. <laughs> you know, it's not their fault. And I've been kind of all about it. I know. And it, it's just like I told you that they played the song that is not Little Lion Man <laughs> one too many times on the radio. The cave? Is that the one? No, but it sounds an awful lot. Hoping. That one? Or no? No, it's a Mumford and Sons song, and it sounds an awful lot like it's going to be Little Lion Man. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it goes, even though I've run away too many times. Hmm. I don't know, because normally I listen to, like, more harder stuff. So lately I've been like, yes, I want this, like, this weird little kind of folk rocky, like, thing is kind of what I've been listening to a lot of lately. I think, I don't mind any of the bands in a vacuum, but I think taken together there's something sort of disingenuous about this very, like, pastoral vision that they're all projecting. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like the story that I'm writing now is all at least the section I had been writing was all full of like that kind of longing and like angst and shit like that. So, I don't know. That shit's just been kind of working for me. I just I feel like what it is is like it's rural music for urban people who don't know anything about rural life. It, it's I I think it's like peddling a rural fantasy and it ties in with like ironic beards and like flannel. I don't know. Like I'm being I'm being snob about like millennial folk rock. I'm sorry to the Lumineers and the Mumford and Sons. How dare you? And the Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. It's just like we all drink out of mason jars now, which mm-hmm. is fine. I mean, drink out of whatever you want to drink out of. Exactly. Okay. I find it inconvenient to drink out of a mason jar, but that's just me. It's not super convenient. Oh, you got the ridges. You can't do that on the lip of the mason jar. That's well, no good. it's the kind of thing, and to be fair, I have this with all kinds of vessels, but it's like a little too easy to like tip it a little too far and pour everything all over your face. Or is yeah. that just me? No, no, no. That, that, yeah. That's the worst, isn't it? It is the worst. And it happens to me more than I'd like to admit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I slithered timorously under a morass of blankets while Taylor shambled off to attend something or other. I had tumbled into torpor upon his return. So they fucking now or what? Shh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> a blizzard of chaos swamped me in the morning. 7.20. What time does school start? I demanded, shuffling zombie-like into the oh, kitchen. Oh, so do we not get the like evening of them hanging out together? No, she fell asleep. Don't worry. They'll hang out together more. <laughs> I, I was very concerned. <laughs> I know that you want like, more one-on-one Taylor yes, and Darcy definitely. Time. Especially now that they're posing as brother and sister. I also <laughs> why i think i probably thought that that was somehow sexy not in an incest way but in like a oh we have to pretend to be one thing but we feel another it's another one of those tropes i know i've been reading a lot of fan fiction lately yeah i know exactly yeah eight taylor apprised me as he slid the milk surreptitiously away from a prematurely present saturn and she's only getting up at seven twenty. bitch you don't have enough time be, it might be like a block away still i also love that she doesn't know what time like you should. This well, is your job. Fucking people too. Like <laughs> you, you don't know what time like, school starts. I have it written down on my pencil case. <laughs> I am I making fun of the person notebooks. that I was. So <laughs> I'm not being mean. Like that's who I am. I still am. Uh, seasonably, Saturn yanked the table down in a rabid dementia, and the milk coasted back to him. What? What? He, yeah. I don't know. That's another one. I, I'm those, making like, a puzzled face because I'm just trying to get the physics of it. Yeah, you can't upend a table just to get the milk to come to you. No, because it's going to go like ass over tea kettle and go everywhere. Yeah. It's not going to slide. No. I mean, maybe it would. Also, just get up and get the milk yourself. Right. How far is the milk, really? <laughs> Saturn's a cut up like that. <laughs> and what time do we have to leave? Quarter to eight. What? I squawked. Quarter to eight? I have 25 minutes to get ready? <laughs> jolly, I have to get in the shower. Oh, I've been missing the jollies. <sighs> it's been a while since we've had one. I mean, I can at any point intersperse them just into our conversations. That's okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Are you sure you wouldn't like that? No, I'm good. I, I appreciate your concern. Though. Anytime. Thank you. Should I do one more scene? Oh, we have to hear about her shower, don't we? <laughs> no. The next <laughs> scene is a mini makeover. Well, then I, that's pivotal. So, yes, we do need that. Okay. I do declare there is a real harlot, I proclaimed, mincing for the benefit of the mirror. <sighs> Having successfully mangled with this quote from some volume of classic literature, I harassed the straps of my black leather bikini top, slapped my lustrous black plastic pants. <laughs> more pants. I mean, more plastic pants. <laughs> Why, you can't wear a bikini to school. Can you? In the 90s, could you? Where's Jeremy? I charged the company regally. I need him to do my makeup. Taylor what, had- like, did you think? <laughs> like, you went to public school. To grade school, though. I think that I thought that public high school was where the sex can come out. Because, you know, in my public grade school. I'm crying. Like- we, had a dr- we had a pretty, like, severe dress code. I don't most, like, I've never, like, I have been to Catholic school my entire life. I have no idea what, like, don't they kind of have dress codes in public high schools, too? All of my friends who went to public high school were, like, smoking weed out on the lawn and cutting class and eating pizza on the lawn with their teachers. I think I might be conflating, like, one one day that they told me about when the teacher ordered them pizza and they smoked weed out on the lawn. But that's... I think that I thought that public school was a den of debauchery. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, and like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much going on up here right now that I can't, 
I can't articulate it because it's like, what are you wearing? Like, that's just the first thing. What are you wearing, honey? What are you doing? Well, you look like a whore. But that's what she was going for. But why? Because it's the 180 from her personality. So no one would ever think that Darcy the Runaway would be this, like, British bikini wearing plastic pants. Did I not know the word vinyl? Or You know what? It's one of those things where you're like, I know this word. And this word is <laughs> in my head somewhere. And it's just, it's, it's just not coming. I think it's very possible that I didn't, though, because this is the second scene with people wearing black plastic pants. But plastic pants are a thing, aren't they? Mm. I've always been fat. I've never worn any of that kind of stuff. I think that it's vinyl. Okay. Pants. Sure. Like, the only time I've ever... Or pleather, right? Mm. That's two different things, though. Pleather and vinyl. Pleather and vinyl. Right? Yes. Vinyl is, like, borderline fetish gear, I think, if I think about it. Like, shiny... Yeah, it's kind of a, a latexy kind of thing, right? Yes, exactly. Whereas pleather is like what Ross wore on Friends when he got stuck in his pants. <laughs> Sorry, Fuck I Ross. <laughs> no, I know Fuck that. Ross hard. I know, but I still think that Phoebe is the actual worst. No. Phoebe's a sociopath. Ross that's, is just insecure. That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Ross. <laughs> Fuck Ross hard. They're all terrible people. Well, yeah. Well, that's fine. Except potentially for Rachel. You know, upon when I rewatched Friends when it came on Netflix a couple years ago, totally sympathized with Rachel like more than I ever thought I ever would. I think she's the most um, not like insane character traits on the spectrum. Like Monica, I don't mean on the autism spectrum. I mean on the spectrum of like a given character trait. They're all their slider is cranked to 10 on all of them, except Rachel is more at like a seven or eight, I feel like. Well, and Rachel's kind of discovering how to live like a normal human being and not a super rich person. Yeah, she's kind of, you, she's kind of set up on a sympathetic arc. Right, exactly. Whereas the rest of them kind of become worse people over time, like Monica. And you also mentioned sliders, so we may have to watch some Monster Factory later. Oh, I thought you were going to say that we need to watch sliders with No, I would, never, I would never suggest that to anyone ever. I think that's what I used to always catch the last 10 minutes of when it was X-Files Because it was time. before that, right? Mm-hmm. That was like, like Sunday oh, night. come on. Yeah, I know. No interest in sliders. However, uh, Monster Factory, yes, please. All right. Final I'm Pam. on board. She's my girl. I know. I know you love Final <laughs> Band because you talked about her in a previous podcast. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. You're as bad as I am. Oh, I'm terrible. I bring everything up like a thousand times. It's okay. Slowly morphing into my mother. Oh my God. Aren't we all? Uh, I need Jeremy to do my makeup. Taylor had obligingly amassed our wealth of cosmetics. I presented Jeremy with his canvas. Here you go, Jeremy. Five. Why do wealth of cosmetics? We talked about this. I know. They killed it still the doesn't make it. <laughs> Is that canon? Is that canon canon now? now. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I presented, oh, five thorny minutes yielded his magnum opus. As I shoveled in cereal, I reflected on my dissembling guise. Why is she eating after she puts the makeup on? I mean, I eat after I put my makeup on. Oh, see, that's like the last thing I do before I leave the house. Oh, really? I do it right after I get out of the shower. If I ever actually put on makeup, I don't do it very often, though, so. Yeah. I didn't think I brought it. I mean, my makeup is never so fancy that eating would ruin it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. It's because I don't have a Jeremy in my life. <laughs> my Christian name was obsolete except among six people. The grease paint was greased, and I was bedecked in full regalia. Darcy Anderson had disintegrated. Now I was something completely alien. Oh, I think that's the first time we got the last name. That's definitely Anderson. 
No, yeah, but that's the first time we got it. No, I know. It's just because she wants to be a forensic pathologist, remember? No, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I want to be a real doctor. I know doctor. why it's Anderson. This is just the first time we've said it in the body of work that I can remember. I feel like it also was something else and I changed it. Ready to go, Darcy? Taylor slung a ratty spinach green backpack eclipsed by its profusion of patches my way. This used to be Saturn's. You're going to need it. Also, why is she wearing grease paint? She's not. She's being dramatic. Oh, okay. She's like, I'm an actor. <laughs> That's why she's Shakespeare all, all over the <laughs> fucking place. Uh, oh, I'm going to die of laughter and like just aneurysms before we're done with this recording session. <laughs> yeah, this I, this, I feel like the next few pages are like particularly brutal in a good way. Like, it's bad, all, good. <laughs> it's always in a good way, Sheila. I fucking adore this story. <laughs> Sometimes I get the impression that you don't. No, I, I I love this fucking bullshit so much. I know I'm so attached to all of these idiots. It's like oh god. Well, and hopefully my ragging does not like. No, I love it. Okay, no, it's. I I, I don't know how to use my words to convey that this needs the ragging. Okay, you just did. I did. I intercepted it in midair, simultaneously pocketing Saturn's clandestine missive. It's the letter to Cleo. Oh, that's a fan. Um, I guess I'm ready, I said falteringly. Are we leaving now? Yeah, if you're okay with that. Yeah. I am. <laughs> this is like important story development. Hey, these are narrative threads that we have to close. Or tie together. Loops that need closing, Sheila. Uh, bye-bye, widow girl. I love you so much. I crooned at Mixie. I do still tell my dog every day that I love her oh, no, in yeah. a stupid voice. I, I say think I double like realistic things in this story. Is the <laughs> it's the dog. The mixie. <laughs> right. I was jolted from her trusting gaze by Saturn, who was pummeling a cacophonous William. The dog expressly interpreted this anarchy as what I should do now is go wild and careen around the room. Taylor, who had waded through the melee to the door, signaled that we should go. Numbly, I followed. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> the face that was just made, people. The face, if I could capture it and, and present it to you all. It's just, just wonderful. myself right now. <laughs> Do you love me too? <laughs> Exercise bladder control, Erica. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I giggled. Yes, I, I love you too. <laughs> So that happened. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Good, he said determinedly, and, <laughs> and we vroomed off. After a disquieting infinity <laughs> Turn the wheels laughing again because it's so terrible. Now I'm crying. What if this turns into like actual sobbing? Cause sometimes that happens, it goes bad. <laughs> Oh. Oh my god. <sighs> Taylor. Give it a second. Okay. <laughs> but but our <laughs> listeners. Know. Oh my god. Okay. No, oh, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Taylor screeched the car to a halt before a grandmotherly oh. chicken soup and cigarette scented marrow colored building. That's a lot of, a lot of adjectives. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it broadcast no lingering air of malice. It appeared destined for a love affair with a wrecking ball. Its walls Came boasted the I feel like there's a lot of like unnecessary time spent on architecture in this story. <laughs> its walls boasted what the What are your usual... thoughts on that song, by the way? Wrecking Ball. Your feelings. 
like I, I hate it, but it's clearly it's a song that um makes its way into your brain, and so you have to give it credit for that. I feel it's a gem. Not so much. I mean, I can't really explain why I don't like it. It's not that it's anything wrong with the song. It's just, like, not to my taste. Gotcha. Are you not about her? I don't have a problem with Miley Cyrus. Gotcha. I don't, I don't have feelings of any I have no strong feelings for. either way. I don't. No, I like Wrecking Ball. Too. But, you know, it's like, it is it is that kind of song where every time you hear the words Wrecking Ball, like, oh, you're it's compelled just to, and I knew, I knew you would, right. and I almost did. It was like, you can't, you can't get past that. And Well, I also feel there's a certain amount of terrible singing that our audience expects on each podcast, so I'm just trying to... Oh, yeah. They hit the quotient. Yeah. Yeah, we're there. kind of low for today. A little bit. So, little bit. work on that. We'll do. Okay. Uh, it's Walls boasted the usual spattering of choice graffiti. Okay, then. The I guess this is spattering? it. Is there for a public school, <laughs> <laughs> I think what I think she okay again I think is her thought process. Catholic school my entire life. I've got no frame of reference. <laughs> Clearly, so you asked me earlier why I voluntarily chose to go to Catholic high school. Clearly, I had some notions about public high school that are coming through in this story. Fair, that's a fair point. Uh, bye Tay, bye Belle. Who said jauntily, "I was crestfallen." Don't worry, you'll be okay. See you tonight. I refrained from unleashing several vitriolic curses. Hey. Look. Holly jolly. <laughs> this is going to be your new favorite character. Hey, look who it is. Wait, wait. No, wait. it's not Wolf Halleck. No, no, but it is it is it the tr- is it the trio? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> finally. A hollow, almost apocalyptic voice murmured, Mephistopheles. Stop it. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Mephistopheles. <laughs> Oh, that, that's, that's a callback. That's an old one, man. That's vintage. Vintage oof, I wrote that. Vintage oof. His heartfelt grin betrayed his inimical intonation in its sincerity. He's, he's got a heart of gold. He's goth with a heart of gold. Hi, Belle. Mephistopheles. I breathed. <laughs> so she met them before? Yeah. I think that was in pages we didn't get to. Or may yes. have been lost. It must have been early on. Okay. Uh, he abruptly swept me onto his goth-arrayed arm and glided me up the stairs. So what's up, lovely lady? Oh, I like him. Nothing. <laughs> Where's Lucifer and Roswell? Oh, dear God in heaven. Oh, no. Lou's in the principal's office. Roswell's accompanying him to do the interpreting because I think he doesn't talk. What's he in for? Okay. Oh, he pulled a gun on some guy. <laughs> no, wait. I'm shocked. You need to wait. Okay. <laughs> I told you this is a good chapter. <laughs> Why doesn't he talk? Ah, the Satan. <laughs> God, his tongue. Satan wouldn't do that. He would not. He's no. the prince of lies. He probably wants you to talk more. I think he is a... He's he's just that guy. He's silent by choice. Uh, he pulled a gun on some guy. Probably a viper. Mephistopheles surmised nonchalantly. That might be the name of Wolf Halleck's gang, but then again, it might not be. Because, because. You're throwing a lot at me, Sheila. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You're throwing a lot at me. I told you. It gets good again when she goes to school. <laughs> like, you don't just go to the principal's office for pulling a gun. You go to jail. Oh, dear God. Okay. It's, I'm almost done. We're I'm almost okay. done. We're okay. We're going to get through this. A gun? I choked. I thought guns weren't allowed in schools. <laughs> They're not. That's why he's in the office. Don't worry, though. He'll be out soon. NBD. Mephistopheles. Uh, glancing at the dusky derelict, I judged from his rapt expression that he was hatching some canny plot to spring his friend. 
the Stayed Forest Green Lockers. A canny plot? Yeah. Canny, I think that, I mean, that's not like the word I would use now, but I, I don't think it's like the wrong word. Canny. Uh, the Hackneyed <laughs> Chocolate <Pipers>. and Vanilla. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, my mom used to work in Humboldt Park. Which is probably where I got my ideas about some of the things uh, gotcha, above gotcha, public gotcha. school. And the two gangs were the Latin Kings and at the time the Vipers. No, the Cobras, the Spanish Cobras. So that's probably where I got the Vipers. Although wasn't there some Saturday Night Live skit that was like, Tigers, <laughs> Vipers, <laughs> meow. Entirely, I got that backwards. Entirely possible. <laughs> Uh, I just don't understand why Wolf Halleck would belong to something called the Vipers and not like the Wolf Pack or something like that. I think... Because you shouldn't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. You should never. I think that the Vipers are like a smaller time like high school gang. I think Wolf Halleck is like the real deal and his gang doesn't have a name. Oh, because he's like 19, right? Wolf Halleck is not in high school. Yeah. Okay. He probably never did go to high school because that's just... He skipped several grades. (laughs) We need the Wolf Halleck side story. (laughs) We need a whole Wolf Hatlick podcast. The melange of monotony was nauseating. Absolutely. Mephistopheles, (laughs) call me Meph. He interjected. (sighs) Okay, Meph. (laughs) 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 I think I actually, I'll save that for, I'll save the the, the nickname for later. That's where we're going. Oh, I need to get my schedule. That's where we're going, he informed me, to the gym. They pass out all the kids' schedules there. Oh, I said faintly, and that's the end of that scene. (laughs) So shall I leave it there? Yeah. Okay. I, I think we'll leave it there. I'm going to write some Wolf Halleck Jeremy slash fiction. <gasps> Dude, that's... Yes. Yeah. I think... Could someone wear plastic pants? Of course. Okay, who? Mm. Jeremy. I think it would have to be Jeremy. I think so. I don't see Wolf Halleck wearing plastic pants. No, I think he's a jeans guy. I Maybe mean, like a Dockers. If mm. we're being honest, it's slash fic, so nothing is staying on for long. <laughs> You have the cursory couple first paragraphs, and then it's like, let's get to fucking. Uh, will it be set at the JD? I think it has to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they a few drinks. This clandestine meeting, and they're just kind of like, oh, oh my god, like a enemies. gang summit. Yes, yeah, yes, and they're kind of chatting, and then it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're both like, wait, we both hate Taylor, right? Right. Like, so you, let's go have guy, some right? like really sexy, just hot hate fucking. And it goes on for, like, way too long. But it's, <laughs> it's kind of perfection. And it's exactly what everyone wants. I look forward to reading this. Over to you. Fan fiction, the podcast. All right. So when we left off, I believe Meredith had just gotten home and there was some kind of slaughter she was in the square pirouetting outside and it was like girl get in yes and then you know her poor mother is doomed we can tell yes we did have that conversation didn't we uh yeah there was some fighting um renee's in town now and yeah it's it's all just that's where we're at oh god awful and terrible okay how long is this story not super long but does it have an ending no Oh. why do you do that to me i don't end things i just get like oh i can't write this anymore and i wander off to like write something else oh. 
I know. It sucks. I mean, to be fair, the pages of the ending to this My Story are also missing. Oh, no. No, I know. But I know how it ends. Okay. So I can fill you in. And it's it's just a few pages. You have, like, uh, bonus material, too, right? Like, some letter writing between characters. But it's contradictory bonus material. It's a bit like your Heartless story where it's like, this is alternate path. That's fine, though. Okay. All about that. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. We'll uh, read a couple pages here. Yeah, that might work, right? Wish I had some glasses to, like, peer at this over. Do you want me to go get your glasses? I have my contacts in, though. Oh, okay. Oh, you just want for style? Yeah, just for style. Just for you. Yeah. For aesthetics. Thank you. No, I I mean, I imagined it. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. Okay. (laughs) Meredith woke with the sun and immediately hurried to the inn. I believe that's where Renee and her, like company of battle-hardened warriors are staying it's the best place to stay probably the only place to stay (laughs) well we had a big inn discussion like cozy last time right yeah love a fantasy inn she stopped herself halfway there and went back home to grab some money for breakfast so (laughs) it's important these are important narrative loops (laughs) sheila okay we have to close this shit that is a vital sentence i need to know how she's gonna pay for her (laughs) (laughs) i need to know that she's not a a 'er (laughs) ne'er-do-well Oh, my goodness. Uh, Sherry stirred as the eager girl crashed about the bedroom looking for some silver pieces. Well, that's rude. Meredith, be well, quiet. I fucking sleep, man. I'm sleeping. It's probably the last day you'll ever see her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want it to be true. I don't... I, like, obviously, she must be, right? Yeah. It's it's going to be her motivation. Exactly. Meredith's motivation. Okay. Uh, sweetie, it's only dawn. I doubt they're going anywhere this early in the morning. Uh, Sherry rolled onto her stomach, burying her face deeper into her pillow. Uh, do you want to come with? Meredith jumped into the bed. Uh, you haven't seen Imperial like see like eye eye movement. No, mine. Yeah, no. I thought. I, yeah, okay. Just getting some peripheral stuff then. Uh, you haven't seen Imperial soldiers before, have you? Sherry turned an eye up to her adopted daughter from the depths of her pillow. Oh, she's adopted. Meredith knew she was adopted. Uh, it was fairly obvious. That's lying in there. That's what it says. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that she knew. Was I not paying attention? But I see. No, I don't think we covered that before. Okay. Uh, they look nothing alike, but Sherry uh, could never tell her where she was from. Ooh, it's a bit Ned Stark, isn't it? A little bit. And I haven't even read that shit yet. <laughs> uh, ba, ba, ba. Not even if the Empress herself commanded it, it was a secret Sherry Baker was prepared to take to her grave. It's a secret to everybody. It's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> take this. I have seen soldiers before, uh, but I hear that breakfast uh, at the inn is supposed to be the best outside of the capital. <laughs> they have these amazing waffles? They're off the hook. Dude, they're duck hard hash. <laughs> Fuck off. But like real talk, though, with a poached egg. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, I don't know why I keep holding this so high. Um, Sherry pushed herself off the bed. Just let me grab a sweater. So I, I, like, don't like to say, like, they said, she said. Yeah, you that can kind skip that, I think. Because uh, it's always, like, I feel like I, I, I would only ever use said, and then you're reading that word, like, 50,000 times. I think that is background noise, though, for readers. And, it, like, clearly, it's better not to go the other direction, where people are interjecting and ejaculating all really? the place. <laughs> so... Sorry. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to die before this evening is out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm. Uh, just let me grab a sweater. Sweet. Important. 
uh, it was cold out. Properly attired, the pair fought the harsh morning sun and the muddy, bloodied square to get breakfast. Sure. But it... Okay. If the if it's the sun they're fighting, then why would they want a sweater? Because none of this Is makes sense. None of this makes any sense. Okay. Okay. It's nonsense. <laughs> There's no narrative consistency <laughs> at all. <laughs> Sherry waved to the bartender and sat them at a booth near the door. They were served with fresh milk and a heaping skillet of eggs, meats, and potatoes. Mm. Which is really right where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of the strangers came down the stairs just as the morning rush hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this fantasy story, but it's like, let's talk food service. I mean... <laughs> Get into the nitty gritty of this breakfast. Sheila, you write what you know. T- tell me which of your skillet scrambles <laughs> is most popular among the soldiers, the Imperial soldiers. So which of the meats are you adding to the skillet? Because if it's like pork, not really my jam. I can't have that. This was supposed to have pork. I ordered pork. There's no pork in this. Why isn't there pork in this? There's no pork. I asked for extra pork. That's too much pork. <laughs> Take some of the pork out. Are those potato skins? I did not want potato skins. <laughs> <sighs> Misguided. Goodness. Okay. They sauntered down with deep circles under their eyes and mouths open in wide yawns. <laughs> I read that wrong, but whatever. Uh, mouths open wide in yawns. That doesn't make any more sense. Whatever. They're tired. They're sleepy. Well, there was a lot of slaughtering yesterday, Sheila. Yeah. They're Big day. Very, very tired. I wonder if Cooper ride with them, Meredith thought out loud. They would have come, would have, they would have been coming from the same way. I don't know why that tripped me up so much. Uh, Sherry took one look at the coloring of the men and the crest they bore on their undershirts. These men are not from the capital. That is not the sign of the empire. Uh, She didn't see the lone woman of the group. Why can I not read? She didn't see when the lone woman of the group made her entrance. Renee was tying her unruly hair into a ponytail, which is really not a bad idea. It's fucking hot. <laughs> um, there really is no substitute for a warm bed, especially not the worn plains. Was that like a little like, ha cha cha? I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. W- would you care to define ha cha cha for me? Uh, like a like a wordplay. I, I think it was an attempt to be clever <laughs> okay. that failed on literally every level possible. I mean, I and I'm kind of pleased that we have a phrase for it now. A hacha cha. I think I think we're gonna find quite a few of those in both of our stories. Probably. Okay. Uh, she tossed another five gold coins onto the counter. It's like a D and D story. A toast to the innkeeper. Um. Uh, please, Bernardo beamed, who is apparently the innkeeper mm-hmm. and likes alliteration. Uh, any praise from the protectress is praise enough for me. There was a lot of alliteration. <laughs> he does like that. Christ on the cross. You like it too. I do. I do, actually. Hey, who doesn't? How, how could you yeah. not like alliteration? It's the best. It's the best. Her heart stopped. Uh, Sherry was sure of it. We're just like all over with the perspectives in this. Uh, that doesn't say No, that. it's all from, well, yeah. It's kind of all over the place yeah. a little bit. Uh, for the briefest of seconds, she had complete paralysis of the chest. Uh, is she okay? No. Is she dying? <gasps> Meredith didn't notice. She was in awe. Long ago, when she was a child in Rusa, the scarce children would play as the protectress. 
they play, I, what, what are you doing in this sentence, Erica? They play, I have like random capitalizations in here. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, they'd play find the hidden princess where one of the girls would hide while the rest tried to find her. Good name for that game. <laughs> or protectress, protectress versus the Callians, in which one would face the mob of the rest. Well, that sounds like fun. Okay, I actually like that as an expository tool. Expositionary? Expository tool. Like kids games? Kids games being like, yeah. yeah. Kind of like purveying the... It just told you that there's a hidden princess. Like that laid the groundwork for that information that we didn't yet have. So I like that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, to put a face to the legend was priceless. She had gotten up to get a closer look when Sherry grabbed her arm and pulled her back to the table. Those soldiers are more trouble than they're worth, Sherry hissed. Lots of hissing. We got a whole day of tending the garden ahead of us. A uh, busy day. And you'll want to be done by the time Cooper returns. Because <laughs> yeah, Cooper hates a messy garden. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he will not marry you. <laughs> uh, but uh, she gets cut off. Uh, no, come. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sherry tossed the money onto the table and hastily made her exit. I wonder if they ate their food. I hope they did. I hope so. It too. sounded delicious. It sounded really good. Who doesn't like a skillet, Sheila? I don't think Bernardo would have let them leave without that. Probably not. He would at least wrap it up for them. He would. Be like, you need a box? Here's a box. Here's a box. Uh, if you won't let us tip you for your fine service... That's just a... That's the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kristoff had been saying as the bakers made their escape, why not let us regale you with tales of our exploits? Okay. But- <laughs> I would be like, oh, fuck, just give me the tip. <laughs> money i don't want i don't want to talk to you bernardo's that poor girl at the counter just being like shut the fuck up and order man i don't care people to cook for i don't care what's your best skillet what's the best selling skillet let me tell you tales of my prowess in the military uh renee shook her head like an annoyed mother uh if you're going to spin my tail once more uh old friend I believe I will head back up for a nap. Don't get too comfortable, the rest of you. Deus is not a far ride, but it will be, but it is hard. Hasn't everybody also heard these stories? Like, if the children are playing this game... Yes, the stories have been told. This is this would be like if somebody was like, let me tell you the Christmas story. Well, so they were looking for a place to sleep. Well-trod ground. Yeah. Kristoff uh, waited for Renee to mount the stairs once more before turning to the patrons. Do you want to hear the story, the true story of the exile of the mighty protectress? Uh, they've all heard it a dozen times, Bernardo said. <laughs> Bernardo is us, and he gets it. No nonsense. But they never tire of it. Ah, oh, Bernardo, you were right there. Please, continue. So then why even say anything? I guess, I guess was this old, ye olden times where this was the only entertainment that people had? I mean, I guess. It's like that generic, like, fantasy, like, whatever the fuck. Because it seemed, like, it momentarily seemed kind of modern when they were like, they got a booth at the diner. But I See, that's always been like... They probably had booths in ye olden times. Probably know did they i have no idea also this yeah is... they, yeah they did probably they right? have them in game of thrones well if they had them in game of thrones <laughs> 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 oh my goodness uh always a man with a flair for the dramatic he began the story that he had told countless times before even before the empire existed there was a protectress oh okay so we got like kind of the i think we talked about this Maybe last episode or episode before, how in one of the original Darcy Renee stories, there was this element of like reincarnation or something throughout mm-hmm. it. Yeah, right over there. <laughs> I'm trying to burp not into the microphone. Okay. I was like, that's not going well. Are we okay? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not a burp. 
So let's continue. Just trying not to throw up. Fine though, I'm fine. Do, do we need a break? No, I'm okay? good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, I'm just really full. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing, looking all sketchy over here. She's like, this story is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really. Do you think people like our protracted laugh breaks, or are they just like, okay, <sighs> come on. Like, it's not that funny. Let's move on. You know, there, so probably sometimes, probably 50-50. Sometimes that. And then sometimes, I mean, there's a whole subreddit dedicated to, like, contagious laughter where people are just laughing and it's so funny that you laugh too. So I think it's probably dependent on how annoying people find our laugh. Like, our individual laughs, which yeah. is anybody's guess. I'm having fun. That's <laughs> all that matters. Exactly. Okay. Um... <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I'm just not even like really laughing about anything specific. I'm just feeling merry. Oh, God in heaven. Okay. Uh, she was not known as that in the old days. She was simply <laughs> the warrior. <laughs> okay. Oh, Erica. The wilderness was her one true. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm, I'm like getting red, guys. This is embarrassing as fuck. And those who crossed her path would tell the tale to their children and grandchildren. For what reason? We don't know. Well, they survived. That's not written in there. That's me commentating. Uh, it was the first man to unite the tribes of the continent. Why did it have to be a guy? Who claimed to tame her. Come on, Erica. Wait, the first man what? To unite the tribes of the continent. Okay. I'm, I'm annoyed at my past <coughs> self. He didn't, of course, but offered her purpose. Of course. What's the purpose? Uh, she would defend the crown and all those who served him. Uh, the years rolled on, and the warrior took a lever, and to the surprise of the nation, bore a child. Mm, interesting. After this happened... <laughs> sorry, I'm like commenting. So Renee bore a child. <clears throat> I don't know if this is Renee, or if this is like the some queen. past iteration. Okay. Or some shit. We haven't oh. quite gotten there yet. Okay. I'm assuming he'll get to that. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Bernardo, his long-winded. Oh, it's not Bernardo. I'm Christoph. sorry. Bernardo is like cleaning like plates and shit, just being like, <laughs> like we're close. Fucking stop, man! Please shut the fuck up. It's the it's the morning rush. Like <laughs> you're, you're for fucking that. killing me. Like no one like walking in, seeing you talking, and they're turning around and walking out. You are costing me business. Shut the fuck up. But I can't say anything, or they'll cut my throat. <laughs> Poor Bernardo. We've all been there. We have. Many, many times. Uh, After this happened, both the warrior and her lover vanished. (gasps) The child was decreed the new protectress and sent away to be trained for her duties. Wait. What are they protecting? The kingdom? Yes. Okay. Uh, The emperor passed a law. Is he? Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop asking (laughs) questions. There's no point to, (laughs) because nothing makes any sense. We got what we got. Uh, it's all out there for you. Uh, passed a law that ordered the offspring of the protectress to be the next protector. They were to be slaves. Exclamation point. Wait, who? Who? The uh, protectress from the, that line. Why would they be slaves? Well, always in service to the emperor. Oh. Not really? Who knows? Well, right, because... Okay. You're looking for logic where there is none. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend you stop. Well, it's like as soon as he... Okay. He could just die and then... Okay, well, let's continue. But if it's kind of the law of the land... Yeah, it's a bit... Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. 
Uh, Christoph punctuated his last word with a mighty emphasis. His captive audience gasped and leaned forward in anticipation of the rest of the story. <laughs> Except for Bernardo. He's just back there like, motherfucker. Like, why? Why did I do this? My dad wanted me to be like a farmer. And Aww. I chose to open an inn. And this is this is my life now. This is this is this is it. He's having an existential crisis. That's a more interesting story. <laughs> no, I want to read that story. Uh, but the great Gina Milsky said no more. That's Gina with two E's, mind you. Doesn't like Gina Davis. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> just put that together. She doesn't spell her name that way, doesn't she? I just. I, we we talked about Milsky. Just sounds like an Earthling Polish name. And then also Gina, like like your cousin, or well, no, it's spelled differently. Okay, like Gina Davis. <laughs> sure, her name was Malek in later iterations. That's that's a little more yeah, uh, I don't kind know. of universal. Maybe I don't know where the fuck Milsky came from. Okay. Who the fuck? No, who knows? Lots of paper noise. I noticed in this episode. Uh, no more. She bore a child in secret under the law, for the emperor had said only he could approve of a marriage between the protectress and lover. Okay. So Gina is the current protectress. No. No. Renee is. Or what? No, I'm, I'm sorry, like, in this. Oh, in this. Yes. 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 In the narrative within the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God in heaven. Gina would not be ruled. Uh, she refused to allow her child to be a slave. Why are we throwing slave around? Stop it. Uh commentary not in the story she fled the city and instilled the teachings of history in her young daughter uh, the child learned the art of war and the rich lineage that she was to bear but xavier the emperor of the golden capital uh knew what a rogue warrior could do okay erica <laughs> she sent out his mightiest to stand against gina and she met them head-on uh but numbers will overwhelm even the greatest of warriors they brought her and the child back to the city uh the cowardly tyrant had gina executed oh but the child remembered everything. Uh, she carried it inside her for years until the heir to the empire was born. Uh, during the presentation of the royal child, the eternal enemy of both Tiantra and Deus, okay, <laughs> Sorry. attacked the capital. In a moment of glorious cunning, uh, the protectress, protectress took on the lord of the Kalians. The Wait, who, who is this protectress now that we're talking about? Gina dead. This is Renee. But she's Renee. a child. Uh, this is no. later. Okay. Yeah, time has passed. Okay. You know, Christophe isn't a very good storyteller. But she's... No, no, he's not. <laughs> so she... Okay. I don't know. I'm confused. The the royal heir. So, so the emperor what, is still alive. Out, no. Uh, yeah, the emperor is still alive. And he had a son slash daughter. Daughter. Okay. Which, like... Okay. I, I know, but our <laughs> listeners no, yes. don't know. Yes, yes, Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, ba, 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 ba. the protectress took on the lord of the Callians, the dread king Bethano. Where did we come up with the name of Bethano? The nursing home, Bethany Methodist. Oh, was that where it was from? Okay. Yeah. I was, you know, that was on my mind a lot because that's where my grandparents were. Yeah, ba, 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 ba. But before securing the lineage of the, but not before securing the lineage of the kingdom. What does that mean? Probably saving the princess. The little princess was given to a chambermaid. Here you go. Well, what happened to the emperor? He's still alive, I guess. Well, who are they saving them from? The attacking Tiantrins and Deus? Let me take this again. Okay. During the presentation of the royal child. So 
at the ceremony. Daughter is born, kind of a Corny, or like he's sleeping oh, Lion King, Sleeping Beauty esque, Lion King esque thing. Okay, which just seems like you're asking for trouble doing something like that. Yeah, but they probably do that even nowadays with the royal children. But it's probably what's probably like a baptism, right? Something akin to that. Uh, the eternal enemy of both Tiantra and Deus attacked the capital. Who is the eternal enemy? Period. In a moment of glorious cunning, the protectress took on the lord of the Kalians. Kalians, excuse me. So the Kalians are the enemy. Are attacking. They are attacking. So the protectress and the emperor are not on the same side, but they could unite. To- they are kind of on it now, because when they went out and killed Gina, they brought Renee back to the capital. Oh. And, and she she's was still not a, mad at She was still a kid, so she's got all that in her head. But she doesn't have anywhere else to really But she go. doesn't really have anywhere else to go. You know what it is, Sheila? And you're not going to get this reference, but I'm going to say it anyway, because maybe there's somebody out there that will. It's a real Frieza-Vegeta situation. <laughs> now, I'm sure that means nothing to anyone except for me, but I'm glad I thought of the, uh, the connections there. I just feel like that if I just started saying that, like, you know, if we, like, hit a traffic jam tomorrow, and I'm like, wow, this is a real Frieza-Vegeta situation. I feel like that would be fun. Maybe it would work. Maybe you should start working that into conversations. I'll try. And then you can be like, hey, that's right. You got it this right, time. Exactly. And people would be like, hey, she knows about Dragon Ball. And you could be like, <laughs> I don't at all. No. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, but she's young or was young when she got brought back, I'm assuming. Okay. And is like, yeah, not about the situation, but there isn't really anything that she feels she can do yet. Okay. Uh, so let's continue here. Uh, protectors took on one of the Kalians, Dread King Bethano, but not before securing the lineage of the kingdom. What does that mean? Oh, saving the princess. Okay, I The see. little princess was given to a chambermaid and set into the wild. Okay. By the time the protectress got to the Smart. emperor's side, oh, he was already dead. Interesting. Hmm. She fought for the empress Mariana, and at the age of 15, defeated Bethano, sending him and his troops running back to Calia. Hmm. Short-sighted and distraught at the loss of her family, the new ruler of the mighty nation expelled the legendary from the capital. Legendary being. That's dumb. Yeah, it is kind of stupid. Um, I have kind of like a pause there. I don't know if I should keep going. I would say at least keep going to that break there. Which break where? This break here? Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of a... We, this is, it's there. taken us a long time because we had a lot to like hammer out about true. this part. Very true. <clears throat> on the sill of her open window Renee reclined and recited Christoph's loud story verbatim <laughs> she shook her head as it ended and braced her legs on the opposite side of the pane the window pane and that's in okay, I got that pencil <laughs> we have to close these literary loops in her Sheila. internal pain <laughs> uh, angst in her new position she spotted a young girl pressed against the door straining to listen Good story, the protector shouted down to her. The girl jumped in the air and fell back on her ass. It's his oh. butt. I don't know why I said ass. She saw Renee on her perch and went red immediately. Uh, it's a bit overblown, but he has the gist of it, right? <laughs> she slipped onto the roof and strolled over to the side closest to the girl. Uh, you're not from around here, are you? Your coloring is more of the northern type. <laughs> you can't just say that to people. Racist. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Meredith. You're Renee, right? Uh, that doesn't make sense wow the protectress jumped from the roof and helped Mary to her feet <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah, like, it's you sure. 
Can't remember the last time somebody actually used my name. Uh, that's gotta be weird. You get used to it, actually. Renee tucked her thumbs into her belt and walked out of the shading, uh, the shadow of the building. Uh, lovely little village. I haven't been to Captiva in years. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just get a kick out of that. <laughs> like, it's so nice to be back in Florida. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, oh, that's not nice. Sanibel and Captiva are lovely little islands. Uh, it doesn't say that in the story. That's just my commentary. <laughs> my the Callians didn't attack back then. Harvest's gotten better, I suppose. Sure. <laughs> Meredith had lost the ability to speak as soon as Renee stepped into the fresh light of day. To call the woman a legend wasn't enough. She was something much more than that. All she could do was nod. I, I don't understand why... I, I don't think there's been given enough of why everyone's so in awe. Right, like, she's a figure, but not, like, a god. Yeah, I I think they're all... If this was ever to be rewritten, there needs to be... Maybe something a little more. They don't have a lot going on, and it's possible that when Christoph tells the story, he's like, and then, like, a tiger came. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there was a tiger. <laughs> I mean, those that always makes stories more interesting. It does. Um, you get used to... Renee smiled and shook her head. She continued her stroll, and the girl followed her as one would in the steps of a preacher. Sure. Many of the townspeople had started their work days, but they abandoned their fields and nets to, okay, walk in the footprints of the protectress. I got nothing. <laughs> it's just like, is she straight up Jesus? Like, <sighs> all she did was save the kingdom one time. Just once. <laughs> um, and the kingdom is clearly still under siege by these people, so... Yeah, shit's still going down, so... Right. She found it more than amusing and said as much to Meredith. Uh, this is why I'll never try to find the princess. Oh, that's, that's, that's funny. She raised an eyebrow as Meredith gave her a sympathetic look. Uh, you can ask if you want to. Most people I meet always ask. Why did you just give up on finding the princess? Uh, then I won't, Mary replied. I don't want to be a bother. But I'm going to follow you, like, all over the place. Okay. I don't think that was a, a scene end there, so I am going to... Are there just, like, 30 or 40 people following them down the road? I don't know. We don't really, like, go on at that anywhere. And, like, don't they have work to do? You would think. If the Callians are always attacking because of the harvest, then get back to work, townspeople, farmers, exactly. and fishermen. I'm going to do, like, a couple other okay. paragraphs here, and then I'm just going to stop. Because, yeah, I don't know where there's, like, a proper break, and we're already, like, an hour and 15 into this episode. And we still got to do... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we told them we were going to. Yeah, we did, didn't we? we? got to read, like, the first page. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do it eventually. Cringe. And you okay. know that we're going to do it right after this. Yeah, I know. Okay, let me just get through these couple other paragraphs. Okay. Uh, no bother at all. Uh, Renee started to round the residential district and circled back toward the square. I stand by my choice. Everyone else thought it was foolish to hand off the only heir to the throne. Set that down. Uh, they claimed that I should have saved the emperor because a boy would have been a more suitable heir. A daughter was acceptable damage. Uh, I couldn't deal with that, so I saved her. Okay. Mariana may have cursed me, but I think that deep down she appreciated what I did. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it but... doesn't sound like it, but that's cool. Just, you know, keep justifying. 
Uh, then why were you, Meredith, trailed off thinking herself too forward? Yeah, that's that's a... Oh, it should be T-O-O, not T-O. Ah. That's what's throwing me. Uh, exiled? Uh, because of me, her husband was dead, and the line that had been unbroken since the Empire was founded was going to be destroyed if Darcy didn't turn up. Mariana thought that I should... Wait, thought that I would spend my exile hunting for the lost princess that they tell tales about. She reached back and pulled her hair down. Apparently it was up at a ponytail. I am more free now than I've ever been. My life is mine. And I choose to help those who have helped me. Uh, the Lamia are my family, my brothers in arms. <clears throat> Whether I ever find my way through the Golden Gates again is of no concern to me. Uh, now, who was that? Renee pointed towards a frazzle-haired woman... <laughs> charging across the square and it's, I'll... it's Ms. Frazzle <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's okay it was completely justified okay and I will I will leave it there all right I I'm I'm enjoying the character development on Renee where I feel like she has a little bit of PTSD from how she was treated um but I feel like her actions are totally justified but still kind of morally questionable but ultimately totally justified so I like that right now so <sighs> You are the first writer. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I think the first 11 pages are all you. Oh, that's upsetting. Okay. So I'm opening the book of... <laughs> Books of Doom. Books of Doom. Um, so I'm just going to hand you... Should I just hand you page one and two here? I think we'll just do... Yeah. I may even just read one page, because, again, this episode is already going long. So this is proto... All of these stories. Actually, I think I'll read all of this. Yeah, it's short. It's handwritten. Okay, so yeah, this is, again, we've mentioned this a couple times. This is back 15, 16 years old. Mm -hmm. I believe we read a Ruby Tuesdays when Mm -hmm. we figured out that we both like writing. I think it was a slumber party where we kind of came up. I mean, Darcy was obviously a character already for you because you had written this at this point, right? Yes. So it was... um, I don't know why we went fantasy with it. Well, that's kind of who we both are. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, so, yeah. Bracing draft. Bracing draft. All right, guys. Let's go to hell. It probably... <laughs> this is Event Horizon. Oh, my God. Um, this probably doesn't get that bad right away. I mean, that's fair. It's just... It's... it's. Uh... <laughs> Don't read ahead. Just jump in. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. And no. essentially, the I, the Darcy is an avatar for me, and Renee here, in this case, is an avatar for you. Yeah. All right. So there's probably a lot of wish fulfillment nonsense coming up. This is up. just all going to be terrible, guys. I, I'm, I, I apologize in advance. Where we're going, we don't need eyes. <laughs> Sorry. I just I love that movie a lot. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Renee stepped out of the shower. Good start. Darcy had left about an hour ago after she had slept over. Oh, oh my god, it begins. It like, begins. Right after, yeah. <laughs> okay, so sentence two is giving you an internal crisis. But I don't know what it says, and our listeners don't know what it says. I know. So I need you to take your hand <laughs> from off of your face. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it just did, we, we were right off Went the right cliff. for it. Right the fuck away. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, they had returned from the mirror world about five hours ago. Uh, China Rain had been defeated and the mirror world was free. 
So context corner. Please, because I don't know what the fuck that means. It was a dream that I had. China Rain was the name of the emperor in the dream. Okay. But what it really is is a kind of incense. That's the end of context corner. <laughs> incense? Incense. It's the name of an incense. Yeah. Like, like um, the brand or the flavor? It's a flavor that you see places. Like, you know, you'll see like dragon's blood and, you know, Egyptian musk and China rain. I mean, I haven't bought incense since I was like probably the age. Well, we I was a story, big incense but... buyer at that age. Yeah, I was as well. And in my dream, he was like a very like watercolor style, like ancient Chinese emperor, That's I guess. Cool. Yeah, it was. I cool mean, it was visual. a vivid. It was a vivid dream, like melting sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is vaguely, like, coming back to me. All right. Okay. But, like, we're just... Yeah. Plow right through. I'm assuming all of that had been the verbal I be- it must story have been. that we told each other or, like, came up with that night. So, yeah. Yeah. Continuing. Renee reached for her red silk robe. And pulled it on. Uh, she tied the waist to narrative loops and walked to, her, walked to her room. It was still a mess from last night. Sighing, she started to clean. Oh, did, did I not help you clean up? Who the like, fuck knows? Yeah. No, I'm not a motherfucker, man. After a few minutes, Renee stood from her work, pushing her wet hair out of her face. She looked to her mirror, and the surface began to ripple. Oh, fuck. As though it was a pond. Okay, this... R-E-N-A-E is already making me crazy. That's that's how you had it for a I long know, time. and it's fucking terrible. Anyway, continuing. Renee entranced. <laughs> oh, did she? Spelled correctly. <laughs> slowly placed her hand to the surface and felt the soft touch of someone else's hand. Uh, oh, that's kind of funny. That's kind of hilarious. Oh my god, get to it. You're killing me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just funny because like, yeah, okay. You'll see in a second. Uh, placed in the felt the soft reach of someone else's hand. She blinked her eyes, and an old friend from the mirror world appeared. Renee, Bob called. <laughs> That's fucking weird, man. That is weird. Oh, It's weird. <gasps> it's really weird. I love it. Uh, they're coming for you, sure. Uh, they want your dream energy. <laughs> I'm just I'm picturing your actual husband, Bob Sales, <laughs> but like very low key, yeah. like non urgent. So super chill, super chill. Uh, get out of there exclamation point uh the mirror began to ripple fiercely renee fell back and crawled to her phone she dialed darcy's uh number and i definitely did not spell out number there is a hashtag symbol there (laughs) she added darcy on instagram (laughs) uh praying her friend would be home uh darcy sat in her basement blasting her latest they might be giant cd oh that's me uh she couldn't hear the phone ring over the blasting music Darcy, turn down your music. Uh, Attention! Renee hung up the phone and turned back to the mirror. A huge mass was slowly making its way out. Sure. Uh, Renee screamed, ripped through the beast's ears. It fell out of the mirror and onto the carpet. Narrative loops, baby! It stood and glared at the cowering figure before it. I bear a message. (laughs) Why did it say it so smugly? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I bear a message. <laughs> it's important, so uh, my listen. insides are just like twisted up in the nuts. Oh, I know. Uh, a message from the successor of China Rain. Oh shit! Uh oh. The High Empress, ooh, has found it time to destroy your reality and make it ours. 
It's nice that they're coming she, <laughs> she found the time. And letting them know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what, Alec? Be, before we do it. Before we before we do it, guys. It's only fair. We've got this great plan, and I, I love what you all have come up with, but I really feel that if we're going to be sporting, we need to let them know. <laughs> the, I know. At the very least. It's non-traditional. It isn't. It doesn't make any sense, really, but... I'm kind of like a classy villain, like a, a gentlewoman villain, if you will. So let's 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 be classy about this. I dig that. Let's be classy. Uh, ouch. Uh, new leader, Renee said, shaking. Uh, sure. Yes, the beast answered. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> come on, push through. You're the suspense is killing me. Renee Rain's time has come, and yours has ended. Um. Okay. <laughs> it's just, but. What do you got? Well, okay. Who's the High Empress? I'm assuming this Renacy Rain person. And she's the new leader? It sounds that way. She yes. just staged a coup or something? Well, I believe we defeated China Rain. But, like, hours later, like, his daughter well, rises? Is the, is the time the same? Renacy Rain no, rises? <laughs> you're right. The time is not the same. But why, it, why, why? Is, You're asking a lot of questions. I know, Sheila. but it's kind of all the same one syllable of one question. <laughs> Why does it have her, all of their names in it? Renee and Darcy. Because either I thought that up and I'm not very creative or... I feel like that's a me one. We came but, up with it or maybe I, I don't know. Okay, well, I suppose we'll find out. I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic. We probably I'm naive. Won't. Okay. Uh, the beast reached for its sword because it has a sword for some reason. Does it even have hands? And it pulled it out of the holster, not the sheath. <laughs> the holster. <laughs> oh, there's not enough beer in the universe. Renee ducked his advance and leapt into the mirror. Oh, sweet. It doesn't say that. The beast laughed and went out of Renee's room and into the rest of the house. You're just going to leave. Okay. <laughs> yep. And then ventured to the outside world. We're looking for you too, man. It's looking for Darcy. I know, dude. I'm assuming. Actually, you tried to warn me. Well, maybe if you weren't listening to fucking floods so loud. <laughs> maybe if you would had... answer your fucking phone once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Flemmy. Uh, Renee stopped her CD. She felt a strange force inside her. <laughs> Just a little detail from the year 2000. <laughs> in the year 2000. Uh, she went to... <laughs> She went into the bathroom and looked into the mirror. A bright light was shining from her torso. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm dying here. The spirit energy, she yelled. I just feel like there's so much that came before this. And none of it makes any sense anyway. But it's just like... like if we had a tape recorder from before to like know what the fuck was like... I don't... Do you think there was another notebook? I don't think so. No? I think this was all the stuff we like talked about. Just that one night? That night, yeah. Okay. We must have been up really late. We never really slept at sleepovers. No, that's true. We were young. <laughs> <sighs> okay. We were young. Uh, then, as if by some instinct, Darcy jumped into the mirror. Like, what the fuck was the spirit energy? Do you remember that? No. I don't remember that at all. Like, you started talking about China Rain, and I was like, okay, I vaguely yeah. recall that. Well, I don't... Like, that's just a generic fantasy trope. It's fair. Spirit energy. Spirit desire. 
We will fall. Musical interlude. Rock band two. Name of band escaping me. <laughs> what was the song? It's, um. Oh my god! It's you know spirit desire that one. The t- teenage teenage wasteland. No teenage Sonic Youth. Oh, oh okay, I got you. <sighs> All right. Uh, Renee stood in the forest. She sat down next to a tree and fell asleep. <laughs> Where is your sense of urgency? Narrative cul-de-sac. That's what we're all about on... Oof, I wrote that. Did... Okay. It... Okay. <laughs> Pause. She just woke up. Did she not? Like, it's morning. And they had a sleepover. She's... Maybe she didn't get enough sleep. Maybe they were up too late. Yeah, Maybe can... she... Yeah. You're looking for logic. Again, I am. In all the wrong places. I just, and she's a teenage warrior, so maybe she doesn't have it down yet. But, like, don't fall asleep she's in the down forest. of heartache. Bang, bang. I am the, the warrior. <laughs> I love that song. Oh, so good. Darcy found herself on the edge of the forest. She peered between the trees. Between the trees. She peered between the trees. Hoping to see Renee, but found nothing. She ventured into the forest in search of her friend. Who's sleeping on the job. She's tired, man. She's hard being a warrior. She's feeling nappy. Perhaps going through the mirror can take it out of you. Indeed. Although Darcy seems to be doing fine. Just putting that out there. Oh, oh. Not not sleeping on a toadstool. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, uh, that's, that's the beginnings of the notebook. That's page one. Um... One and two. And two. To be fair. I don't know where those... Uh, there's a lot in there. Well, you numbered them through... Oh, 90. Oh, you guys. 105. I, I was always a big fan of numbering pages. Oh, that we wrote notes to each other. Oh, did we? About, like, why, what is this? Even then, we were looking for narrative consistency <laughs> and not finding it. Like, I don't know what's going on. Well, I think one of the big kind of, like drawbacks of the format <laughs> was like one person would be going one way and then you'd hand it off and that way was like so remember you had that that there's a portion in there with like the different rooms and like the boxes and like mm-hmm. finding your way out of them and that was really really cool but i was like yeah fuck that and it went like a completely <laughs> different way i definitely had done the same thing to you we oh no we did like each other's constantly, constantly. And it's, I think it's it's the detriment of the story. Yeah, this is way less of an actual story and way more of a snapshot into our day-to-day high school lives. Yes. I think we're going to find. Yeah, I think so, too. Especially the deeper we get into it. I'm excited. <sighs> and slightly ill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. So I think we're going to leave it there for tonight, okay. guys. Uh, please go to teampumanife.com. Check out our other podcasts, uh, Subtle Interference, Improvised Weapons, uh, after the movie, uh, has a bunch of episodes coming up, uh, trying to get the content a little more steady and, you know, consistent for folks so you guys know where to go for your podcasting needs. Uh, if you should feel so inclined, I never do this, but I'm going to ask you guys to do it anyway, you could like and subscribe, that'd be nice for us to see a little, you know, people actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it helps us, you know, it kind of keeps us motivated, so... Uh, again, thank you to the dozens. Thank you, dozens. Long episode. Thank you for sticking it out. And we will talk to you guys next time. Good evening. <laughs> wow.
why am I so awkward? (laughs) (laughs) You have a good dinner too, sir. This has been a Puma Knife production.